0: Okay. All right. We have a very special guest on the show, none other than Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. Well, good afternoon, Representative. Thank you for having me on. Mr. Floor Leader, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, before we start, uh, tell us where the name Kehoe comes from, because you're the only Kehoe I've ever met in my entire life. Really? That yeah, Some people would call you fortunate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ireland. We're uh, Irish okay. immigrants. and. Okay. um we uh, come from County Cork, for those familiar. It's a southern county in Ireland. We, um, our name actually was spelt K-E-O-U-G-H, and as many families that came across uh, through the Ellis Island process, uh, sometimes they got phonetically spelt. So we went from K-E-O-U-G-H to K-E-H-O-E uh, back in the late 1800s, and here we are. Okay, interesting.
0: And then you grew up in St. Louis area?
1: North City, St. Louis. Yes, sir.
0: Okay. And did you work at an Italian restaurant growing up, or you kind just of. went to?
1: Kind of. What's that one that you mm. recommend? Well, I recommend several of them because I like to eat. But Lombardo's was the restaurant that was in our neighborhood in North St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And when I say kind of, my uh, brother, since my father had left our family, my older brother pretty much helped you know raise me. or At least my mom made him. You know, take me everywhere. And he parked cars for Lombardo's for the Italian restaurant. Uh. I was only seven or eight or nine years old. And so what I did is I hung the keys on the keyboards and kept the back keys the organized back in the day and so uh, when i say sort of if you count hanging keys on the keyboard then yes yeah uh, and then on the hillside of the um st louis uh, which is on the other side of north where we were from uh, i grew up with the favaza family so john and tony favaza are great friends of mine southwest of Marconi for your reps in the st louis area and uh, they're still really good friends of ours as the lombardo family is they now have three oh, really? restaurants okay. they have one at the airport in st louis one downtown mm-hmm. uh, called carmines and then one downtown at union station also called Lombardo. so
0: yeah and i took your recommendation went to the one uh by the ferris wheel yes had the toasted ravioli which are insane yeah those are handmade
1: every day by oh, the really? Lombardo family still and it's their recipe none of those things get frozen they make them fresh for all three of the restaurants every day and uh, they're amazing
0: yeah they're great okay so what what we want to do is i want to start off I, I want our members to be able to talk um well about the world cup which is one of the most spectacular things to ever happen to missouri can you just first give us a brief overview of how amazing it is well
1: i tell people all the time and i i think this is a very accurate statement it will likely be the largest economic development um event that we see in the state and quite possibly that we'll ever see. Now I'm not giving up on Kansas city, getting a super bowl someday, Yeah, but, that would be you know, a little amazing. fabric roof and Roger Goodell will be happy. And on we go, yeah. but back to the world cup, um, you know, several years ago, a person you're very familiar with in the Kansas city area named Kathy Nelson, who was working for the sports authority, not the Jackson County sports commission, but the Kansas city's amateur sports authority came to my office. I had never met her before. And she said, you know, I know you're into tourism and you're into sports and you're a soccer family. Our family is a big soccer family. Hey, we're going to make a bid to get the World Cup in 2026, and everybody kind really? of looked
0: at her funny and said, "Huh?" So this was KC Sports Authority driven. Yes, Kathy oh, Nelson.
1: Uh, Kathy Nelson, one amazing
0: person. Love Kathy. Yep, she is.
1: Uh, we she is a blessing to our state. I will tell you So getting a bid for the World Cup. Um, is a lot of sleepless nights a lot of aggravation a lot of days when you think this is a waste of time it took probably a year and a half plus kathy was nice enough to have me on the committee with dozens of others i didn't do the work really i was more just to help here and there um, but kathy put together the packet sent it in put together multiple amendments uh, addendums i should say to the packet and lo and behold uh, about a year and a half ago i think you were there yeah in uh, downtown kansas city at the power and light district we made the announcement that uh, we were one of the cities selected.
0: So this is the brainchild of Kathy Nelson and the Sports Authority um, because there are a number of cities I was looking that didn't get sites. Chicago. Chicago Denver, Denver. Denver did Nashville. not get a site. Nashville did not get a site, but Kansas City got a site. So you, you're you on the board. Uh, they submit the application. When's the next time you really had to do work for it? Was it the bill? was it? Well, yeah, you, you were a key play player in that, uh, between Senator Rizzo
1: and yourself. One of the thing, the world cup, says this is this is a, a game changer or a deal breaker in this case is we want legislation or we, at least we want to know there's a state statute that the, the that the one of the cities who gets awarded it will not charge sales tax on their ticket and that mm-hmm. sounds kind of weird yeah we found out what the story was very quickly 20 30 years ago some country got a world cup and you know 45 days before the game they jacked a you know yeah, 30 percent tax on it and uh, made the tickets very affordable We, as you know, in this country and state, probably couldn't have done it, but they wanted to make sure that that we couldn't do it. You and uh, Senator Rizzo worked together in a bipartisan way past that. That was a key piece to our application, that we had that passed already. Other states that were bidding on it Mm -hmm. were trying to get it done. We actually had it done. Uh, And so multiple people uh, were involved in this effort, from hotel inventory to our hotel partners around, our convention and visitor bureaus around, the communities around the region and all throughout the state. Um, The Hunt family, I can't tell you how good Clark Hunt was to work with. And Mark Donovan from the Chiefs organization. Uh, Lots of people got involved. Um, Chris and Angie Long, as you know, the owners of the Kansas City Current, Mm -hmm. uh, soon to be the first female outdoor soccer venue in the world
0: in Kansas City. So lots of people. I've heard you say something interesting in the past um, in that one of the things that made us attractive to the site, uh, selectors was that we had a the first women's dedicated stadium is that can you talk about that Sure so in
1: uh, North Kansas, north of downtown, a little bit right on the river, um, the Kansas City Current is a women's team. Um, they are building an exclusive stadium for women's soccer. And as you know, when you're uh, competing for the World Cup, they're globally looking at kind of your cultural activities and what you are like as a community and what you mm-hmm. are like as a state. And that nod and significant personal investment towards a women's sport really made an impact on the FIFA people, it made us stand
0: out. In the crowd? It,
1: it, it, you, you sell your products on its differences, not its similarities. And that certainly was something that we had different, obviously, than anybody else had. So it was a piece of the puzzle, but it was an important piece. And what were the other pieces? Is it like hotel rooms? Yeah. What, we what, talk what about, what well... Know. Uh, pitch availability or fields okay. um, what what availability not just for the teams that will end up coming here but as I mentioned and said several times these countries that follow these teams will yeah. actually bring youth soccer players to so, play soccer and play really? in small tournaments in in the cities that they're visiting while they're here in America so uh, there'll be a lot of little soccer kind of tournaments and mini games going on and so that was important to the uh, to countries as well to make
0: sure we were right host City for that. And what did you think about the news over the past weekend that we were getting six games? What, I mean that was <laughs> pinch that was, me moment. Yeah I mean I mean Kathy's text to me was boom. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: we knew we, we well we felt comfortable we'd get four. Mm-hmm. We were hoping to get five. We never thought we'd get five a, a and a quarter, quarter final, final game, uh, and that is going to be just unbelievable. And I think that speaks a lot to the community and the people who have really done a great job. Catherine, who is running it for Kathy now and heading up the World Cup effort, um, her relationship with FIFA has gotten better as well as with U.S. Soccer. Uh, so I mean, I'm so proud of Kansas City and all of the people worked so hard on that. It's just It's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah. And if you think about it, the quarterfinal game, uh, they don't play these games where they're uh, playing another game at the same time. That's going to be a showcase and the whole world is going to be watching an event that's in Kansas city. Can I mean, you can't, I almost can't believe that.
1: Well, I can tell you, uh, not only in Kansas City, it's in Missouri. Uh, I'm fortunate, uh, along with a couple of your representatives, to sit on the Missouri Tourism Commission. I don't even know how to explain it. You can't buy the exposure that you're going to really get can't. in that game, you yeah. can't put a dollar amount on it. I mean, yeah. if somebody went to the Department of Tourism and said, hey, can you can you make an ad that we can play globally to tell everybody how great Missouri is? We wouldn't be able to afford it in six years of budget. Right. So uh, the exposure we're going to get, not just to Kansas City and the city and to the Arrowhead Stadium, but to the region is going to
0: be off the charts. And uh, tell us about, because, you know, the Kansas City reps, uh, they're, they love this, but – This affects reps up in St. Joe, Camdenton, even Columbia, just because of all the people that are going to need to stay. Yeah,
1: I tell people all the time, and I might have the mileage wrong, but I think it was about a 175-mile radius that part of our application had to be, what's your hotel inventory? Mm -hmm. Um, You you know, they're going to be sold out for somewhere between 40 to 60 days in areas, uh, obviously Kansas City, but uh, St. Joe, Columbia, Jefferson City, Lake Ozark, Springfield-Branson, Joplin. All of the people you can think about that's about 150, 160 miles mm-hmm. away, you'll likely get stuff as far over in the St. Louis area, a ripple yeah. effect, especially with the new MLS stadium that's over there yeah. and the focus they have on soccer and the pitches they have or the practice fields that they have outside that facility. St. Louis will definitely feel an impact of St. Louis, very much rich in soccer mm-hmm. history. So it is a statewide event. It might be hosted in Kansas City, yeah. but the representatives need to know this is a statewide event that very few corners of state won't feel the impact of
0: okay okay and just a little side note have you been to a st louis city game yet of course i have not many H- i haven't been able to they're get my in. favorite
1: team and people say all the time that why do you say that with kansas city select i said uh they play in kansas so yeah. the yeah. st louis team city soccer plays in downtown st louis so
0: yeah i'm looking forward to going to a game it's there. an that incredible looks, experience yeah, it looks yeah. great um okay so we know that did you say they're going to be here four to six weeks yes and they just have to live here basically they will i mean airbnbs
1: all those mm-hmm. types of things that you see that people are using now because you know these countries these fans i tell people all the time yeah. I, I was born and raised playing soccer my family has a rich soccer history my uncle was the first american American-born outdoor soccer coach in history uh bobby really? kehoe bobby okay. kehoe first american American-born wow. outdoor soccer coach Out- okay. so we understand soccer but the u.s and missouri They know soccer. They see their kids play soccer. They might go to a city or a Kansas City game, Mm -hmm. but – Globally, we don't really understand how impactful soccer is going to be. Yeah. The magnitude of folks that follow their country's team—they'll save up vacation, or in Europe they call it holiday—for mm-hmm. years to be able yeah. to take two or three weeks off and travel to the World Cup cities. So we uh, were fortunate enough to go on a trade mission in Germany, and Kathy and I were able to talk to the German Soccer Federation. Uh, certainly, a country would love to see consider Saint, uh, Kansas City as a as a host city for us. Yeah, um, you know, other countries we. We'd love to have as well, but they made it very clear to us when I was talking to them. And by the way, we're watching the Chiefs. That was fun to watch the Chiefs in Germany and have the German Soccer Federation folks with us that um, tens of thousands of people just follow them. (laughs) So,
0: and you know, there's 40 some teams that start in the World Cup. And they're going to come here. They're going to just camp here for those six weeks. And in between the games, they'll go to Branson. They'll go to St. Louis. They'll go. I mean, this is – I just don't think we understand yet what an impact it's going to be. And then can you give us kind of the numbers that we're looking at, the economic impact? Sure. Yeah, this year the economic impact for a host city, um,
1: as you know, we just finished World Cup last year, was uh, $950 million. So almost a billion dollars of economic impact for a host city. And I I would suggest by 2026 we'll probably be be closer to that billion. But um, it's – It's going to be like nothing you've ever seen before. And I met with our state's economic developers from all over the state earlier this week and last week with Convention and Visitor Bureau folks from all over the state. And I've said this, please do me a favor, get ready for World Cup. You're going to have a chance to hit a little plastic ball off a tee, and we need to make it a grand slam. Let's not swing and miss because this will be exposure for your communities all around the state, to your point, not just Kansas City, which will certainly be important. But, you know, if you have things going on in Marshall, Missouri, in Saline County, if you have things going on, you know, wherever in Lowry City, Mm -hmm. if you have things going on, obviously, at Lake Ozark, all
0: of these places, these belt counties. I think they'll come there.
1: It's going to be unbelievable.
0: And then uh, again, the advertising dollars—you probably couldn't put a dollar value on that. You could, you just couldn't go to an ad
1: agency and say, "Hey, we want to, we want to advertise Missouri all over the world yeah. for forty days."
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, that's going to be—they'd say, "Well, we don't have a calculator to get that high." But yeah, uh, it's, it's—I'm very excited about it. Um, Missourians are starting to understand more about it. Collar communities are starting to understand that this ripple effect's coming to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more we embrace that and get ready for it, um, the better off we're going to be. And, you know, the lasting effect. Once we have that impression that we make on those people, yep. they'll come back. They'll tell their relatives mm-hmm. about it. People will see it on TV and yep. say, hey, I want to go down to yep. Branson, Missouri. I want to go mm-hmm. to Cass County. I want to go to St. Joe. Yeah. I didn't even know where the Pony Express Museum was before. Absolutely. I mean, these are the things we got to make sure people know
0: and then hopefully they'll say you know what that seems like a great city to move my company or i'm expanding that we loved it there let's in, move jobs there. in the world of economic development i can tell you one you, you got to kiss a lot
1: of you know toads to find a prince in economic development but we find a lot of people who uh, end up coming to missouri started with a family vacation or another business trip where they had an experience at a restaurant at a hotel at a community and they had a positive impact. And they thought, boy, the next time we expand, this is a place we're going to look at. So it it definitely has it.
0: Yeah. There will undoubtedly be companies that decide to move here because of the world cup, which is great. So, well, uh, Mr. Lieutenant governor or governor, um, thanks for talking about this with us. It's so important for our state and it's going to be the, the event of coming up, Uh, We always like to end the show with a few interesting questions about the guests. So, number one, tell us where you like to eat in Jeff City when Miss Claudia is not cooking. Where do you like to go? You've had some of Claudia's cooking recently. Great
1: lasagna. It wasn't bad, was it? It it was really good. Uh, Well, she's a saint to put up with me in this crazy process we're in. At lunch, I highly recommend Steele's Fine Custom Meats. It's over on on Jefferson Avenue, right off 54. Um, It's a butcher shop that sells Missouri-raised beef, pork, turkey, chicken, and lamb. Matter of fact, a lot of the beef comes from Bates County. You might really? know a state representative named Dane Deal. and he Dane may, Deal, double D. He may or may not, the real deal, may or may not uh, <laughs> actually raise some cattle for Hertzog, where my son-in-law, who owns oh, really? Steeles Fine Custom Meat, gets his meat. But they have great lunch sandwiches, so I'd highly recommend Steeles. Okay. And at night, I don't know that I want to get some of my friends that own restaurants uh, You know, mad at yeah, me. Yeah,
0: don't get anybody mad um, at
1: I would say Domenico's probably. Yeah. Is uh, a place that we really like. Love to uh, Duke's on the Boulevard, by the way. Love if you Duke's. Want yeah. And stuff, oh yeah, they're really good. Yeah, uh, and Sweet Smoke. Who can't like you know not like that's that. right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Dane Deal. And then lastly, what was the f- tell us the last CD you remember buying? Well, you you t- you gave me a little heads up. You were going to ask, so I've
1: been sitting here thinking about what my first CD was, and I'd have to say it was Boston. Uh, You're too young to remember how popular Boston. You've heard of it's more than just a city. Yeah, I'm guessing it was '79 ish or something. You know, more than a feeling. Born in '79. Look look that song up. (laughs) More than a feeling. It's great. You know, and I'll give a shout out to uh, a guy that I got to know through Ford Motor Company and certainly maybe not my last CD, but I had several of them with Toby Keith.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he, yeah. Was a,
1: he was a spokesperson for Ford when I was on the National Dealer Council and got to okay. know him. Uh, he was a great guy. His father worked at Atlanta Assembly, yeah. worked for Ford Motor Company. Uh, huge talent, uh, bigger than life personality. I mean, yeah. when you met this guy, you thought you're meeting John Wayne with long blonde hair. And
0: yeah. uh, So I'm going to say uh, that might have been my last CD. Okay. And then uh, tell us your favorite Ford of all time. I mean, you've driven a lot of Fords. F-150.
1: I mean, I'm a truck guy and a farm guy. As you know, um, uh, 40 years in August, I'll be in the cattle business. So uh, F-150 is my favorite. There's other cars that have been fun to drive. Certainly Mustangs. Mustangs. Yeah. Yep. Shelby GT350 convertible 2008 for a long time and it was a beautiful parade car. But, um, you know, I'd have to, I'd always go with my reliable. We're we're in truck country in this state and in this country. And uh, F-150 is the longest selling best-selling nameplate in the world i think it's 44 really? years running made up in uh Claycoma. kansas city yeah right. matter of fact right up uh, north of you ford's largest assembly That's plant right. for your state reps to know is in clay we're fortunate to have gm on the east side of the state mm-hmm. in wentzville uh, made the largest uh, investment of 1.5 billion dollars expanding right. that plant in just the last couple of years
0: Okay, Governor, thank you very much for your time, and uh, we're, we're just looking forward to the World Cup. Thank we you for your time. appreciate
1: your service and all your representatives. I hope they have the safe trip home.